Geekscape. It's welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode. I'm Jonathan London, your host, and each week I like to talk about movies, video games, comic books, TV, all the pop culture stuff uh, that's fit to print or talk about. Uh, we like to talk about here on Geekscape. And this is a special episode because we are about to go to Comic-Con. In fact, I'm sitting here with two of my best friends, Mr. Derek Cranavelt of the Geekscape Games Podcast, now renamed the Geekscape Shane Podcast, <laughs> and Matt Kelly of the Horror Movie Night Podcast and half of the Geekscape Slate. Um, what started uh, over twelve, over ten, over twelve years ago yeah. as a single podcast is now a podcast network, and we are going to Comic Con to uh, hang out at booth thirty nine nineteen, the Geekscape booth, sell our wares, promote our podcasts, and hopefully see you there um, if you're going to Comic Con. So we're going to preview Comic Con for you guys on this special episode. Um, just want to say as well that we are throwing a scavenger hunt. It's called Conquest. We're doing it in conjunction with our friends at Dweeb Darlings to promote the new, uh, what is it? What would you call it? A crowdfunding campaign? A season, yeah. season spark fundraising campaign for our Stuck in LeVar short film that Geekscape is co-producing with Dweeb Darlings and Fonco. That's a lot of information, but we will repeat it from time to time throughout this podcast. It's also um, all on Geekscape.net. There's, you can see the scavenger hunt. Man, you are the best manage, site manager ever. <laughs> like the managing editor, Mr. Derek Cranevelt, reminding you that it's all up there on Geekscape.net. You can, you can see all the goals there, actually. Figure out what's worth the most points. So all can, of the uh, missions are there. Plan your strategy. Yeah, plan I want your at strategy. least one of you to sing the the Reading Rainbow theme in the middle of the guest. You got to get closer, thing. Matt. I'm looking at these Sorry, levels. Sorry, I'd, I'd love to see at least how the one fuck person. Did we make him responsible for half of our network. <laughs> Listen. I mean, on a bunch of his hey. shows, it sounds like he's like 30 feet away. Hey, so guys. Listen, what's going it's, on? It's Listen. just business as usual. Hey, you know, it, I like to record weird. underwater. Maybe maybe I've been wrong. Maybe I should be recording episodes on a bed with two other guys every week. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know I'm what? the fuck up. You know what? <laughs> like, you know what? This isn't... This is banging Friday, right? <laughs> guys, this is not the first time I've done this kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is Geekscape, and we're going to be talking about Comic-Con. So... You guys have done Comic-Con every year with this me for the most part. This is my sixth in a row. Six in a row. I've been with Geekscape for almost seven. It'll be seven years next month. Matt, you took a hiatus. Yeah, I think this is five or six for Look me. At that level. He just he thought he fixed it once, and then he'd go back. <laughs> just He's like, back down again. that's good enough for me. Matt's like not wanting you're, to get on the bed. You're not he, a bed big enough for three of us Matt, to sit. Well, we're, not with that yeah, attitude. Not with that attitude. Derek and I are on the bed, and you have your knees on the ground, and you're folded over. Like either guy's gonna fuck you, or you're blowing somebody. Uh, both. Oh jeez, we're not even three minutes in, and we just said that. This is like this Geekscape, is like Geekscape Games. Games. Now renamed Geekscape Shames. Um. So. Comic-Con, uh, you guys are veterans now. This is our ninth, tenth year at the booth? Yeah, I think um, I'm counting. I'm counting that first WonderCon in San Francisco, so I'm going to go tenth okay. at the booth. I was going to say, because you've been, every every year that Geekscape has been around, you've been at San Diego Comic-Con. Yes. Not always with a table, but you have never missed a San Diego Comic-Con. Well, it was the first thing that I did. It was like, this is the process of putting together Geekscape. Back in 2006, it was... Get the podcast going with the help of Martin Scherer, getting the RSS feed set up and everything, getting the website URL and the website set up, and then apply for a Comic-Con booth. Those were literally the three uh, things that I did right away. And back in 2006, there was like a four-year wait list, yeah. and we got that booth in 2010. I think in 2009, maybe early 2010, we did WonderCon in San Francisco, and I remember driving up there with your friend Heidi Hilliker, I guess yeah. my friend too. I haven't talked to her in a long time, but she's a former writer. And Brian Walton, and the, th- the three of us drove up to WonderCon you in San Francisco. One, you 100% had the Comic-Con booth before that, though. Because I remember I messaged you because you had done you had done a live episode at the booth, and that's when I said, I want to be there for the next one. I came to the second ever booth one, and that's when Walton met Heidi. No, I don't think that's true. Cause, okay. Because... The first time we had the booth, uh, we were spray painting the Metroid costume. And we only, <laughs> oh, okay. We, so we, I was at the first one. I thought I was at the first one. Okay. We only did the Metroid sketch because it was the for the booth. Okay. Because we had a booth. And so okay. we needed a booth. Never babe. mind. Then. Maybe I just was. A, oh, I was just seeing the videos of you guys dicking around at Comic Con and wanted to be part of that fun then. Oh, yeah. That yeah, happened. That, yeah. For a while. <laughs> yeah, that's happened. So this is like our ninth Comic Con as exhibitors. Um, 
and our I mean, if you conclude WonderCon, this is our tenth year with a relationship with the with the San Diego Comic Con folks, uh, exhibiting with them, and we got some cool stuff planned beyond that scavenger hunt conquest and uh, launching our our Seed and Spark campaign. Um, we've got those brand new shirts, the Don't Hate Create shirts. Yeah, we've got. Another shirt. I don't think you guys have seen it with the dragon design. Yeah, I'm not. Seen yeah, the you dragon. haven't shown. You've been keeping uh, that shit. And then there's wraps. a new color for the logo shirt too, isn't there? We got blue shirts. Blue, blue shirts. Kind of blue. What kind of blue are we talking? Um, I don't know. Electric blue. Richer than navy a, blue. No. Navy blue. Not navy blue. Not Aqua. Smurf blue. I think like that blue that's on that comic book bag. Right that there. goes really well for audio. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, just, I'm pointing. I'm pointing, I'm pointing <laughs> over imagine, my shoulder. Just imagine blue. What kind of blue, <laughs> what, blue? What kind of blue would you? How would you describe that blue? Like Bluish. darkish. <laughs> Matt's usually this like demeanor blue. Or <laughs> hey guys, that hurts. The Eiffel sixty five blue. Matt, can we talk about how today you had to go get an iPhone charger? And you chose to go to the one of the like worst places in Los Angeles to find it anything. It was the only place I could remember. Look, all you told me was you need to kill two hours, and I'm like, okay, I can walk around City Walk for two <laughs> hours and get food. We were putting uh, Derek and I spent the day putting together uh, our friend Gee Medicine Storage. We put all the T-shirts in the the booth itself, which is like metal poles in this the. It's the gonna sleeve go up quickly this year. Yeah, we we're gonna put, get it down to like seven minutes. What do you think so? Okay, we'll time it. Yeah, we should time it. Uh, we put all that stuff in Guy's car, and then uh, we put a couple boxes in mine. We went to pick up boxes from George, and this press release still hadn't gone out announcing the scavenger hunt. And the whole time, Matt's like, "Hey, you guys want to hang out? Can I come to you?" <laughs> well, no, no, no. Hey, and I was like, like, "Dude, this guy's gonna be fucking running around underfoot. No, I can't. Is, we don't got room no, for Matt. I'm, I'm, I'm more because he, he needs because he needs to be entertained. <laughs> you like, are Derek, so full of shit. Derek I'm getting so on, frustrated <laughs> with this story. Derek you will sit on his phone. Garbage. Like Derek will sit on his phone. Like if I, like if we have shit to do, like Derek, I want to listen to a podcast. Derek That's all I want to do. <laughs> Matt will hover. Matt will be like, "You guys want to go? Can I? Can I hit the next key? Listen. Can I type the next letter? You sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll tell my side of the story. Okay. I said, John, I'm going to be back by four, which would have been a fantastic time for you to say, oh, that won't be plausible. You can't park outside my house until after seven. And I could have made other plans. Instead, four o'clock rolled around, and then you tell me that I can't come to your house at seven. Well, here's the I thing. had to think on the fly. Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt leaves. He doesn't have a charger with him. He leaves New York without a charger. or He leaves it in my apartment. And then um, we're in New York. I thought I was in Los Angeles this whole time. He he leaves Philadelphia with with like a with a charger. He leaves it in my apartment, and then he's like, "Man, my iPhone is down to twenty percent. I need to go get a charger for it." (laughs) I should go to CityWalk instead of like a Best Buy, no, an Apple store, anything you go to. Anything you go to plugged in there, you want to go to fucking CityWalk where a bunch of kids are going with their families. To ride the Harry Potter ride in the summer. Yeah. That's so, like, I'm going to go to Six Flags yeah. to go grocery shopping. No, so my thought <laughs> process was I needed to fo- do the following things. I needed to get a, an iPhone charger. I needed to get food. and I needed to ride Harry fucking Potter. And I need to kill two hours. And I am someone who is very nervous every single time that I'm driving in Los Angeles. So I needed something where I could do a one-stop shop for all of those where things. Where were you when that decision-making process was going on? Were you in the parking lot at City no, Walk? No, I was... Were you on the Harry Potter ride so, when you made that process? So my thought... I was halfway I, to your house and I was like... From where? From uh, the museum, the art from museum. From LACMA? Yeah. From you had LACMA. to overshoot my house to get to City Walk. Yeah. So I was like... And guess what you pass on La Brea on the way? Best Buy, probably. <laughs> but I was like halfway. I was halfway to your house, and I'm like, because my plan was like, I'll drive to John's house. So I can't park out there, but I can at least pull to the side and think of a plan. Because like, because was like, maybe Kurt will be home, and I can run in and no. grab the charger at least. No, Kurt, uh, I'm Kurt. just disappointed you didn't have one last hurrah on the Jurassic Park ride. <laughs> Yeah, before it closes on September third. I'm not paying money to go into the Universal Studios. I just parked and walked around. If somebody goes, if somebody asked me to go to City Walk, I would ask them what their problem with me is. <laughs> <laughs> like if somebody asked me to go to City Walk, which is really only good for like families that are on vacation. We, we went, we caught Pokemon and, there two years like, ago. Like underage kids who are on first dates and 
really don't have anything else to do. <laughs> so they walk around with their hand, you know, holding hands, and they're like, let's go eat a Bubba Gum shrimp. Listen, <laughs> like, I sat at the Hard Rock Cafe. I had a lovely conversation with Estrada. Uh, the Estrada, uh, that was the name of my waitress. Estrada? Yeah. She human? <laughs> like, like, Questionable. What is that? Was what very, is that Guardians of the Galaxy? She, she was very friendly. She took my phone and my charger and plugged it into the wall behind What's the bar. What's her name? Estrella? I guess. I don't know. That's star in Spanish. All right, whatever. Jesus <laughs> Christ, you've never been whiter than this moment. <laughs> Wait, uh, was she, it spelled E S T R E L L A? No, it was a D A. Oh. Estrada? Like Eric Estrada? <laughs> yeah. You sure it wasn't Eric Estrada? <laughs> like, I mean, it's possible. What's he been like, up to? Things have been hard, man. I'm working <laughs> at the Hard Rock Cafe. He's like, you know what's funny? Now I serve chips. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be on a show called Chips. Now I serve chips. I would cut that part. You've explained the joke. No, it's good. It. <laughs> it's good. Listen to Matt lecturing. <laughs> yeah, Matt, I know you're not going to edit. He's got a lot shit. of podcasts. Yeah, okay? Matt's like, like, I spend a lot of time editing my podcast. Um, you're selling stickers. Well, Sunday they'll be giving them away, but you're selling <laughs> stickers at the Geekscape booth. That's my joke. Yeah. You've had 200 episodes of the Horror Movie Night podcast, and there hasn't been a better joke for a sticker. Well, made. that was for you. We made it to oh. give to you for two dollars. No, you get yours for free, buddy. I just want one. I just need one. Man, I love how you turned around the... the uh, if you could only do that in like a roast, where you're getting roasted, somebody's like, but I did it because I love you. And all of a sudden, the roast just looks like a room full of dicks who are just being assholes. I love how Matt just disarmed us by being like, that's because you're my friend. And all of a sudden, we're like, oh, man. Um, if this is your first Geekscape, there's no way you're listening. <laughs> That should, just, that should just be your tagline for every episode. <laughs> but the truth is, uh, once we met up with Matt, uh, we went to see a movie. We went to see Skyscraper starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Sky Hard. Best picture. <laughs> Matt named it Sky Hard, which I think is a very accurate title <laughs> for it. Um and uh, we usually don't review movies on Geekscape anymore, but I think we should because... At least you don't do it without Ian in the room. Yeah, we, we don't do it without <laughs> Ian. But, uh, but I, I think this was the kind of movie that... I, like, you guys are in L.A., we've packed a bunch of boxes, we've gotten ourselves ready for Comic-Con. Uh, it was, I was super stressed today, and it's time to just cut loose and see something a bit mindless... And There's this nothing one, more mindless. <laughs> this There's one really, not a bit about it. This checked a lot of boxes for us today. <laughs> we were like, okay, we need mindless entertainment. Uh, we need to be able to use our movie pass. <laughs> Sorry, Derek Also, from Canada. fuck you guys. And you're, you're like <laughs> complaining about surcharges and shit. And like, no, Zach complained about surcharges. I, I heard you care, both really. complaining about surcharges. I didn't care. I, I, I complained about I didn't, it. Okay, All I wrong. said was that I was considering getting the A-list yeah, because I wanted to... The mic. You're like... You, yeah, you said something about surcharges, and you're going to no, get No, I said if they keep raising like, the price, because they were talking about raising it to, like, uh, they 20 can, They can name their price, and I will pay it. <laughs> Listen, like, MoviePass can raise their price to $20. I would still pay it, because it's still, wor- it's still yeah. worth it. You guys, like, you no, it is. talking about your country but, falling apart? You guys got fucking MoviePass. Yeah, <laughs> I'll trade you any day. Yeah, our, our president can be, like, giving a handsy to Putin under the table, and meanwhile... But there's fucking unlimited movies pass. for $10 yeah. a month, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Matt's like, you it's just you a shame you can't shit go to multiple the movies movie in a day. Yeah. And I'm like, you can go to multiple movies in a day. You just have to sneak into the other two. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would say I don't want to steal from them, but like literally MoviePass is just stealing from them. <laughs> like, well, MoviePass at least is benefiting the theaters. Yeah. You know, yep. because... The, because it's MoviePass losing the money on it? Well, yeah. the th- well, MoviePass actually, yeah, they do lose money. They, they pay the difference whenever you yep. go in... in which is like that ticket I bought today was sixteen dollars, and right. you're paying ten dollars a month for unlimited movies. So that doesn't even make sense. No, and uh, and obviously I'm getting the refreshments, and that's oh, yeah. that's, that's where the theater really makes its money. But the studio itself and Movie Passes seems like the loser here. Movie Passes working like your health insurance. They're like hoping you don't get sick. Yes, they're hoping that you don't use it. Well, not it's like your, a cheap gym. Not your health insurance, <laughs> yeah. Eric. Our health insurance. I love how he's like, fuck you guys, you guys have movie pass, but I'll go ahead. I will I, trade. But I'll, but I'll go to the doctor anytime I want. <laughs> Matt and I are here like, I go, just, hey, I go to, to the fucking, off, I go to the dog. movies way more than I go to the doctor. <laughs> I'm okay? gonna say, I, I haven't been to the doctors benefits. in like four years. Really? Yeah, I don't get sick. Or are you too far gone? <laughs> like, that, it could be that too. Yeah. What about that new mole on your face? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it opens up to an eye. 
Um, so Skyscraper, guys, I said it's kind of the movie that we need. Mindless, fun. The Rock has to save his family from a the biggest tower on Earth three times. It's like twice the size of that other really yeah, tall They building. said it was three times, three times the, the Empire State, State building. building. Yeah, It's easily the There's tallest like building. It's high tech. It's secure, and he's a you know he's a security it's just expert. So stupid! It's such missing a, st- a leg. You know he has a false leg, which he uses I was for just, several gags. I in was the hoping movie. at some point there would be like like a floor that was covered in glass, and he wouldn't have any shoes, but he could just hop across on his like <laughs> amputated leg, and it would just be like no problem. Yeah, you see him early on in the movie, and he and his squad of uh, like I guess he's working for it's like a SWAT, a SWAT team. team. Yeah. And he goes, and there's a botched operation. In which he loses his leg, his team gets blown up. It's a failure, but he goes to the hospital, and he, there he meets Nev Campbell, right? Nev Campbell. Oh, yep. that, that was Nev. Campbell. Yeah, it was Nev yeah, Campbell from, from Scream. That's why I made a Scream reference. <laughs> I don't know. I can't understand what you're whispering. You at the time. You really I like... smile. Or not. <laughs> I go. I go. That's on my leg. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he meets Nev Campbell. They you know flash forward ten years, and he is dealing with this artificial leg and you now they've got twins and they're living in this tower uh in hong kong it's super high tech and he's a security expert for it and they're about to open it to the public to start living there in the residence floors that are like 90 floor 96 and up when it was like they were just they were trying to figure out like if it was secure so they could insure it and how much the insurance would cost or right. something like weird convoluted yeah. thing he, like that. He wanted to get the, the building underwritten. Yes, right. And uh, and so, of course, on the night that they're doing this, the bad guys come in and they're going to hold the owner of the uh, of the building hostage and they're going to start lighting the building on fire from building from like the floor 96 up. And everything would seem okay. It's just the bad guys versus... The dude who owns the building, except the Rock's family is trapped in the building, and hilarity ensues. Oh Jesus, it's, dude! I was laughing my butt off. You this were movie. you were going nuts. See, I mean, please, this, was, close to the mic. this please, was the please. movie that we needed to watch because John wouldn't bust out the DVD player to watch Belly of the Beast for the second year. In a row. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Steven Seagal movie. I think we talked about two years ago on the podcast, where it basically looks like Grimace in a gi doing karate moves. <laughs> it looks like a the Steven Seagal straight to video movies post nineteen ninety ninety one yeah just look like a piece of furniture doing karate yeah, chops that's all it is it looks like like if a sofa just started fighting people in the middle of like a Hong Kong market and but very much like skyscraper it's very comparable because in both films there is so little tension for every situation that's handed to them like. There's never an issue that takes more than ten minutes for our hero to solve in either movie. Yeah, what was your favorite moment of the movie? And, and the guys, keep in mind, we enjoyed this movie. Oh, oh it's yeah. fucking great. I kept turning to Matt and being like, this movie's pretty badass. I, but you say that about every movie that I we like. Watch. <laughs> I want to go home. When I get home, I want to go and take my fiance to the theater and pay more money. Because again, I don't have movie. <laughs> I just want to drive that home, you guys. I would, I'll pay more money to see this movie I mean, again. You it was so much here. fun. I'm just saying. Yeah. Nah, shit's shit's weird down here. <laughs> so, um, your favorite moments of the movie, and then we'll move on to Comic Con. Um, you actually went to the bathroom during my mm, favorite. Yeah, moment. I was gonna no. say was, that line was describe it, please. So, so the Rock manages to get Nev Campbell and his son out of the skyscraper mid movie. But the bad guys capture his daughter, and the main guy that they're trying to get to has locked himself in an unlockable room. Like a safe room that yeah. only he can unlock from the inside. So he they locked himself in an unlockable room? Is that yes. what you just said? Yeah, no, he, he locked himself yeah. in a safe room. In an unlockable un- room. Yeah. room. Uh, so they're like, they're, they're threatening the rock and saying, like, you have to figure out a way to break into the safe room. And he goes, or else we're going to throw your daughter off the floor. Fucking roof, and it's like you know, like you only get one fuck in a PG yeah, thirteen, yeah. and they saved it for right that. Moment. I mean, that was a perfect. And you can tell it was a PG thirteen movie because a lot of people fall to their deaths, and you don't see mm-hmm. it. You just see them exit screen right or left, <laughs> or usually screen down, but, like screen bottom. But it's but it's two things. So it's that line, and then immediately they leave the rock to his own devices, and this like impossible to break safe room. He punches like three buttons on a keyboard and it's like, oh, okay, here's how you break into the room. Like, yeah. it's. Yeah, he's, came he's with a, a security expert, guys. <laughs> Come on. I love that they're not standing around waiting for the room to open to go in and get this guy that they're trying to, to, to 
to threaten for yeah. money. All ten of them had to take the eight-year-old to, the, to take the eight-year-old to the room, <laughs> which allowed the Rock to get into the room and devise a plan with the guy. <laughs> they weren't just sitting there waiting for that room, which was their entire goal to open. <laughs> At which point, once the Rock had devised how to open it, and he had to go on the outside of the building and all that to open the room, which was all pretty great. That whole sequence and he's is insane. You know, and, he, and he's he's anchored himself to. To something that he's tied himself to that's still up on the floor, and there's a whole repelling sequence that's that's pretty great. Um, once he he was outside the building and managed to enact the failsafe that forced the room open. If anybody had been standing outside the room, a they could have just walked into it. B they could have just kicked the anchor off of the fucking <laughs> building that was holding the rock, and they would have. Solve two problems yeah, at once because he's two hundred feet up at the two hundred floors, floors up. Yeah, like they could have killed the rock <laughs> and been like, "Fuck you!" I stranded you on the outside of the building. You're gonna die, and now I'm gonna walk into this door you open. But no, it takes eight of us to throw an eight year old off this. To roof. be fair, though, with that theory, the way that they were pushing the the strengths of duct tape, I think even if they threw the anchor out, he would just have had his duct tape hands on the, <laughs> just on, and, back the up. and the false leg would have just popped off, and he would have just stayed there unmoved. Yeah, this like, movie really pushes the uh, it pushes uh, duct tape pretty heavily. Yeah. It's like he, this is why you want to invest in duct tape. <laughs> um, yeah, I think my f- favorite part of the movie, uh, besides just how easily you can tell what the ending is within the first ten minutes. Oh yeah, there's multiple endings of the movie, but you can predict every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> they set them up in order. Um, I, I, guys, I like The Rock. I fucking love The Rock. I think he's incredibly charismatic. Um, so but but him jumping from the crane, oh, the whole crane sequence cool, where he yeah. jumps from the crane to the building, uh, that was hilarious. I think that might be my favorite sequence. I, and if he had, just imagine how far he could have jumped if he had both legs. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I so I, gotta, I have a question. You could have jumped right up to the British bad guy. The British bad guy was my favorite too. Who? He's just telegraphing everything for the second he's on screen. I'm like, oh yeah, he's not a bad guy at all. He's like, he's not going to turn on them. Uh, so, Derek, what was your favorite part? Recommended, really. Uh, I I think it's also the <coughs> throw your daughter, daughter off the, the fucking, fucking roof. roof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to go see this movie again to watch that scene. I can't believe I went to the bathroom. Uh, I have a quick question for you though, John, because you did mention that you like The Rock, and I was thinking about this while we were watching the movie. Oh yeah, Rampage was a shit. To answer your question. Is, is the, so is The Rock, do you think The Rock is this current generation's, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal, like, go-to dumb action guy right now? No. I can't think of anyone else that's no. doing it right like, now. No, a lot of, no like, guys. Legitimately I, guys, really good stuff, too. I think he's this generation's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, mm. that works for, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, no, I think he's elevated above those guys, yeah. for sure. He's got the box office and the longevity to prove it. Uh, and he has... And he, he doesn't just do these action movies. Yeah, he does the just comedy. Just like Schwarzenegger Jumanji. did the comedy. He did yeah. Twins and he did all those. Like, when Jumanji was like shockingly an- watchable. Jumanji was really good, yeah. yeah. He yeah. does the animated stuff too. Guys, The, the Rock is, is Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And and he, he's more talented. He's like the <laughs> um, box office world champion. Yeah, so, yeah, un- unless you're Marvel, I think the one thing that Marvel doesn't have is The Rock. <laughs> and I'm sure they're working on it. Um, but yeah, that's what you got. Right. Um, I, I, he's above Van. As much as I love Van Damme and Seagal, like he's clearly above them at this point. Um, okay, so Comic Con, we got all that stuff going on at Booth thirty nine nineteen. That's really where Matt and I hang our hats. Um, we got a signing schedule that is up. I think it's up on the website. I should put it up on the website. Matter, I should put it up on the website. Yeah, that should probably happen soon. Yeah, we should put the signing schedule up on the website. It went out as a press release today. Yeah, at least people know about it. But we've got some fun people signing at the booth. Um, what beyond the booth is like you, the thing you're looking forward to the most at Comic Con this year? So there's this restaurant. <laughs> I love how it has nothing to do with Comic Con. You could literally go to Hand San Diego. Express. You could look out to San Diego 365 days a year and go to this restaurant. But I only come to San Diego this week. <laughs> So, Rock and Baja, which is like a block and a half it's away on Street, yeah. from like every the year that you're on the show, this is your number one thing about. But the Derek, why do you come to Comic Con? <laughs> because I've tried other mango salsas, <laughs> and none of them, 
<laughs> None of them have even come close to the stuff at it's, Rock and Baja. Comic Con is stressful. It's overcrowded. It's uh, it's so expensive. It's expensive, and you could literally come to San Diego any other time of year. Winter, it's probably pretty cheap. Nobody invites me to San Diego any and you're other like, time of the year. No, I'm gonna go during like nerd spring break to just go to Rock and Baja. What about the actual convention are you guys looking forward so, to? So, here's the thing. I I also don't have anything at the actual convention. Why are we doing this? Well, to be fair, I'm I'm usually holding down the ship yeah. the whole time, so I don't get to see that much. But I actually told Derek this and it's going to sound like a lame sentimental thing, but in the last like 2 or 3 years, we've kind of stepped away from trying to hit up every party in San Diego. And have kind of settled for like, hey, as a group, let's get dinner and then we'll hang out at the hotel. And sometimes it leads to us just like hanging out by the pool or doing stuff in the hotel room at night. You guys do that without me? We invite you every time. <laughs> but oh, like, man. like, but those are probably my favorite moments is because like I don't really get to see you guys besides this. So like being able to just have good, memorable moments instead of like obnoxious parties until two in the morning where you can't really talk or hear anybody over like some shitty DJ and a bunch of people freaking out about celebrities has kind of become my new favorite thing. It's just chilling yeah. out and talking. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, the parties don't really add anything to Comic-Con. Yeah. And it's what like a lot of people food. have thought about. The free food's good, um, but the stress isn't. And I kind of like waking up early mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, experiencing San Diego while it's quiet. Yeah, yeah, you do your run, and I just go and meditate at the booth waiting for people to show up. What I enjoy is um, about the convention is just seeing everybody, seeing the Geekscapists. Yeah. Uh, seeing people who've picked up on the show, or the website, or anything on the on the uh, network over the last year, and there's always people who come by the booth who are like, "Hey, I listen to the show," but we don't talk to them the entire year. Yeah. O- only at Comic Con do these individuals like show up, and I always find those really cool conversations. Be like, "Oh, this is why we do this because it's we usually are not in contact. If you're not on our Facebook Geekscape Forever group." Or in the horror movie night group, or any of our Facebook groups, or if you're not talking to us on Twitter, um, there's like those silent members who still listen to the show every week, and they really just make themselves a, like vocal at Comic Con, and that really, really helps recharge the jets. Well, I was gonna say, like a, an example is this year on Tuesday we're going down the setup on Tuesday, but I'm scheduled around later on in the day to be on a podcast of a dude who I met last year. Mm. And handed him a horror movie night card, and he I handed like me his podcast card, and he, you know, we're actually going to talk about Monster Squad so, on his podcast, so that he has he's never seen it before. He's what? watching it tonight, and then he's going to come to the table to meet Ryan and Andre on Saturday from Monster Squad. From Monster Squad, and so you're not going to help us set up. That's not until seven at night. Fuck with we're going to be no, set up by then. Fuck with you. <laughs> oh, we're gonna watch that 1984 movie. That's I know right. we got to do that at some point. You said I, you ain't no way to help me watch. That I movie don't want to watch. I don't. When, when I'm in San Diego, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be in a hotel room watching a movie. But if those guys, are, it, the summer of 1984 folks are gonna who made Turbo Kid are gonna come by the booth, and they're gonna guest on the Geekscape podcast. So I think I have to watch the movie. And since we decided to go see Skyscraper tonight, which yeah. totally worth it. Um, the the best sell was Derek. He said. Why don't we go see the air conditioned movie tonight? Because my living room looks like a, it's like a swamp. It's not yeah. very well air conditioned. Why don't we go see the air conditioning tonight? And then we'll have air conditioning in San Diego and watch another movie mm-hmm. then. And I was like, oh, you're smart, Canada. Yeah. It's the same amount of movie watching. Yeah. And we can just do it on Wednesday, like when we watched Serial last year in the middle of Wednesday after we finished the booth. No, we're going to watch it Tuesday night while you're at your thing. That works. <laughs> That's fine. We'll tell you how it was. We'll uh, be like, hey, man, that's pretty badass. I feel like I actually am excited for a lot this year. Like, there's so much going on there's a lot of like the off-sites have almost become bigger than a lot of the stuff inside and i don't know if it's just because it's been so many years and a lot of those booths are the same aside from what they're selling each year but the offsites change every year and there's things coming like like dc's launching that new streaming service slash comic book subscription thing uh-huh. um i don't know anything about it yeah so it's kind of like it's it's their kind of version of a marvel unlimited type thing where you you pay whatever monthly you get access to like a ton of comic books, but they're also adding all the DC shows. There's going to be original content on there and everything like that. At this point, I think it's only been announced, but they're showing it off in an offsite event. That's cool. Uh, 
like for the first time. Um, so I'm actually going to a thing on Wednesday night for that before it actually opens to the public on Thursday. So they're going to be showing up the app. They've, it's a huge offsite. Apparently they've got like, you can explore Robin's apartment to try to like find clues as to certain stuff that's going to happen. And it's kind of like what we did with the tick thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it sounds like it's pretty elaborate. I saw some photos of the setup happening online. I think it was the, um, the San Diego Comic-Con unofficial blog, which is probably the best resource pre Comic-Con in terms of like finding out what exclusives are coming out and 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 what events are happening and everything like that. But it's been super cool. There's a Ready Player One one uh, that's going to be happening as well, where um, you'll be able to do trivia and play a lot of those old arcade games. And uh, they've even apparently recreated the room from The Shining that you see in the film too. That's cool. That was my which favorite. Which super fucking yeah. I'm really excited to go see that as well. Um, so you get to do all this stuff. Well, Matt and I are at the booth. You get to yeah, do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like. It's. I mean, I sound like a real dick, but like being able to do it from a press perspective is amazing because it's you get to see and do so much more. And the first couple of years, I didn't realize it, but like the first couple of years, I was standing in line for four hours or whatever for to, to see something cool. And uh, a lot of those companies and offsites, they're happy to arrange a time for you to come and see it as a press member because, of course, I'm covering it all. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like we, especially this week, um, aside from. Y- you know, in the past year or the past two years, we've kind of transitioned away from a lot of the written content aside from the occasional review or whatever, and are mostly just the podcast. But this week on Geekscape.net, there's always so much content that goes up, um, you know, perspectives on certain offsite events or parties or panels. You know, I'm really looking forward to the WWE panel on Thursday, um, where I have no fucking idea what they're going to talk about, but they're bringing a few, a few, a, rest, a few wrestlers. So, uh, so are you going to be doing your journals again this year? Yeah, I love yeah. Those from last year. So I, I didn't, I, I wasn't sure coming down if I was going to, but then I kind of reread them and really, like, the biggest thing was I was almost writing them for myself in order to be able to reminisce like down the line because so much stuff happens and it's such a sensory overload that I feel like you forget about so much of it. The comic cons are blurs. Yeah, every, yeah, every and, and and also like I received so much feedback last year from friends and family and people I like didn't even know about how much they enjoyed reading that perspective of it because rather than just a, hey, here's this event, it was like an actual recap of like a day and I did them a day at a time and so I am planning on doing those again. So um, they're always super fucking long and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why you would read them but apparently people do so they're I, nice it was it was i would read them every morning while setting up the mm-hmm. booth like i'd be sitting at the booth waiting for everyone else to like come in i would read mm-hmm. the previous day's article i'd be like what did Derek do besides <laughs> hanging out from with me <laughs> what was Derek up to yeah yeah but there's a lot of there's uh what else is there there's a big square enix event i'm going to be playing the new sh- uh, shadow of the tomb raider game which i'm really excited for mm-hmm. um there's a panel on saturday that just got announced today i think for sea of thieves which you know if you listen to the geekscape geekscape games podcast you know i'm a huge fan of they're gonna be talking about expanding that universe and that's got me almost wanting game. an xbox yeah <laughs> i only want to get an xbox so i can play sea of thieves with Derek. that's it <laughs> um yeah and aside from that like Oh, Mondo. Mondo fucking kills me, and it kills my wallet. And uh, I, last year, I came down probably, like, broker than I've ever been, and so I didn't buy a single thing the entire convention. But this year, Mondo is announcing so many cool screen prints of things like, you know, movies like Drive and Jurassic Park, The Shape of Water, all of these, like... And I still have Mondo prints that are rolled up at my house, but I'm going to be buying more. You have more Mondo prints than you have space on your walls. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like, and it's also the stuff where it's like, of the house. like frames are not like, especially a decent frame is not super cheap. So it's like I'm not putting that shit. Like I'm not a little kid. You can't hang posters like without being framed. I think. Could and, you imagine putting tax through? Oh no, through no. putting tax or no, like I tape would. on a mondo print? <laughs> you peel it off and the paint comes so with it. Like, like eighty, hundred dollars. Like you're not doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and then there and so many of them are exclusive to the convention too, and it's. Like, you look at how much some of them go for online afterwards, and it's insane. But then they're also so gorgeous. And, of course, if you're buying them, you're typically buying ones for properties that you're really into. And it becomes, like, impossible to part with them. I used to want to get, like, the exclusives that I felt like I really missed out on were, like, those... I think Mondo may have been involved with those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ones. Oh, the figures. Those the were figures Mondo, yeah. Like the Mousers and amazing. stuff. amazing. Yeah. And they looked like... They looked like they were based on the the, was it the, the video games, yeah, yeah, like the arcade games, game and, stuff. and the Turtles in Time stuff. And I was just in love with the design and sculpts of those Ninja Turtle toys. And I remember because uh, they were just badass vinyl figures. I think they were like forty, fifty dollars each. 
and obviously you have to buy all four. But um, I remember years ago, I was like, I'm not going to leave Comic-Con without a Hyrulean shield and a Master Sword. <laughs> yeah. And I remember going around with to different vendors on Saturday and being like, hey, man, you still have one? I'm going to get it. And then Sunday, they're all going to drop their prices. So hitting them up like an hour before the convention closes, I remember going around being like, all right, I remember that guy had one. And they had all sold them within the last hour or so before they closed the convention. And so I didn't end up going home with a Hyrulean sword and shield. And looking back, I'm like, what would I have done with that shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. Well, like, I was going to put that crap up on my wall. Like, no offense, I love fucking Zelda, but I don't need that on my, on my wall. The, the, the big one that I'm trying to convince myself not to get, because it's $100 for the full set, and I just can't do it, is... Uh, these tiki cups, yeah, but they're in the shapes of Booberry, Count Chocula, and Frankenberry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of want those, but again, like, I'm never going to drink out of them. I mean, like, they'll, I, they'll look great with your bowl of cereal in the morning. That's true. Hey, babe, uh, you up for some drinks? I'll, I'll mix them up for you. <laughs> Would you like the Booberry or the Frankenberry? So you I can't have Count Chocula. That one's mine. I just want you to untie me so I can go home. Not an option. That's not, <laughs> not an not option. Not what I asked you. No. <laughs> not an option. You're going to die. Um, so, I can always obviously say something cheesy about, like, because like, Comic-Con is sort of our state of the union. It, uh, it is always, like, the barometer for whether or not I feel like we had a good year or the visibility on the brand has done well or not. Um, and I, I don't know. Like, I this this one, we're trying so many things. We have the cosplay 5K on Friday morning where we're going to be running in costumes. Uh, obviously, we got the film projects. We have multiple film projects. Guy has his movie that I co-wrote, produced, uh, coming out in September. Guy will be at the booth. Um, we've got here the prophecy still kind of working forward. Our movie uh, night's got a lot of random exclusives you guys, this year. Matt's too. got you guys 35 t- podcasts. You guys, yeah. Matt has 38 podcasts, <laughs> but also those really cool horror movie night shirts that I love. And every time I wore... Last year's Horror Movie Night uh, shirt, the Cthulhu one, uh, I always got a compliment on the Cthulhu shirt. Yeah. Always got one. We have the Puppet Master one this year Mm. and the trading cards, which I think are really cool. Yeah. Like, I'm really excited to let people see those finally. And, of course, people who, if you've been listening to Geekscape throughout the last year, we got some of those guests back. We have Yehudi McCarthy. Yehudi Mercado, who was on uh, the show back in WonderCon, and then Dan Fogler from Fantastic Beasts is back on the show. Uh, John Schnitzer, yep. who, who did uh, The Art of the Scare. Uh, he did that, the, the movie on Haunters, the documentary. He was on the show back in April, I believe. He's he's coming by the booth. So a lot of these people are coming back on the booth, uh, coming back on the show to sign at the booth. And so it'll be like a reunion of sorts. I think it'll be fun. And then, of course, everybody that we don't expect to see drops by the booth anyway. I think those are my favorite people. Yeah. like My, fa- my favorite part, if we're talking about the actual convention... And, like, it is a, it's become, like, a little bit of a joke, but, like, I just love talking to people. Like, I love meeting new people we, at the oh, table. I had, I had no idea. Oh, but, but, you know really? what I mean? Like, you don't say. But, like, that is the thing I love is just, like, handing someone a flyer, telling them what it is, and they either know who we are and they want to talk to us, or, you know, sometimes you actually entice them and you end up making new friends and having, like, really cool conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other times they just have no interest and they walk away and I give them free trash. But. <laughs> well, while, De- <laughs> while Derek's doing the off-site and the fun installation <laughs> stuff and actually experiencing, like... You guys are actually working. Geekscape, from a fan's perspective, Matt and I are working really hard to build relationships that are going to push the ball forward and uh, take Geekscape to another level or just add to the family. Um, that sounds fine. I mean, we want to make friends. Yeah. And obviously... We have that scavenger hunt. Hashtag become a friend. That this whole central part of the scavenger hunt, the the conquest scavenger hunt that we were launching on Wednesday and running the four the four I, I would I was gonna say four days at Comic Con, but with preview night it's five. Uh, you know the whole hashtag is become a friend. Yeah. So whenever you go to the geekscape.net website, you see the list of missions, or the deweydarlings.com website, and you see the the list of missions. You have to Instagram them with the hashtag become a friend, and that's how we find them, and we tally the scores and give you prizes. I've got, like, a Deadpool statue. We have gifts from Wowie Toys. We got gifts from uh, Funimation, Funko Pop. We got all sorts of stuff, so uh, it'll be worth your while. I'm really emptying my, my room here and just w- getting rid of stuff. 
I want to throw a challenge out there too, because sure. there's definitely people who listen to the show who aren't going to San Diego Comic Con. Shows. And, and and I'd like to uh, to ask you to go on the website, look at the scavenger hunt list, and for my own enjoyment, I'd like to see you try to recreate some of the things <laughs> on scavenger. Hunt. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to be. In, you don't. Have to, let's let's like, pretend that we don't have to be in San Diego yeah. to do the San Diego scavenger hunt. <laughs> like just. Find some random artist and get him to, to do a, a drawing for you. And I'm going to take a picture with the Toxic Avenger. Yeah, go like, Have your mom dress like the Toxic Avenger and take a photo with her. Stand in the middle of the most popular street in your town and start singing the Reading Rainbow theme. All those, I want all of it. Yeah, there, you have to take a photo with the USS... Uh, there's an aircraft carrier that's yeah. stationed or retired in San Diego. Just go take a picture with whatever boat is nearby yeah, I, you i almost kind of just want to see what the homegrown version of the scavenger hunt brings in yeah be- geekscapist <laughs> like, if you cannot make it to san diego and you want to partake in the conquest scavenger hunt use both the hashtag become a friend and hashtag need a friend yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can partake in the scavenger hunt and i'll tell you right now why not i'll mail you a brand new t-shirt there you go if you win the hashtag need, need a friend, a friend. <laughs> uh, scavenger hunt. Let's all we'll mail you a, a Geekscape prize package <laughs> and one of Matt's fingers. Is that cool? <laughs> They're practically falling off anyway. That's fine. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I don't. I've been, I haven't doc- been, a, doctor I've been a doctor in four years. <laughs> Are they supposed to be yeller? Uh, <laughs> all right, Geekscapers. I don't know what else to talk to you guys about other than we're gonna go see Skyscraper again now. I'm kidding. We're not. Uh, I mean, I I would. There's eighth grade. That's an option. <laughs> you oh, guys gotta wait till midnight it. though, so you can see another fucking free movie. You chastise us because we choose to live in a free country. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just envious. Okay. You get healthcare. We get movie pass. Listen, I think you- it's pretty even. You get all the, you get to enjoy all the. Matt great hasn't been to the doctor in four years. He's fine. <laughs> He's like, but I'm gonna go. How many movies? I'll go to though? three yeah. movies a day, but I ain't been to the doctor in four years. <laughs> Who's really winning? Come on. <laughs> Sometimes I poop out of my penis, but I, <laughs> I, I see three movies a day. <laughs> hey man, who's winning a fight? Uh huh. Jigsaw or Mark Myers? Like, let's be true. All right, but like sometimes blood comes out. <laughs> I don't know why you always make me sound like that. <laughs> I don't have a normal sounding voice, but I'm definitely not that. Like, like it's, it's borderline offensive, John. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Who would have fight? Jason Voorhees or Shasha Banks? Like, come on, man. <laughs> what do you think the big show smells like? <laughs> Uh, Man's dying ever, and you ever he heard needs to go to the doctor. You ever heard Got of a bad case of the giggles. Hey, John, I can't wait to see you. I brought a DVD of this obscure movie called Crocodillo. You gotta see it. It's wait, about should we a, talk about the movie that I did buy? It's about a crocodile mixed with an armadillo and it hunts a bunch of kids out by this abandoned mine. You gotta see it. It's called Crocodillo. I found it in a VHS. Well, let's be true. I, it's part of my collection. It's been there for eight years. But I can't talk to anybody else into seeing it with me. It's going to be me trying to get people to watch the fucking boneyard that I picked up at uh, my yearly he trip to He went to Amoeba. Amoeba, who have a great used section. And keep in mind, they have all these Criterion movies on discount. And he's like, no, I'm going to fucking buy a movie called Boneyard. Brand new. Not about even a used copy. killer poodle. A mutant poodle. Mutant poodle. Starring Phyllis Diller. This movie looks pretty fucking tight. <laughs> I can just see Matt being like, hmm. I can further my film appreciation and cultural education. Or I can see this shit. It looks pretty fucking badass. I mean, they also have hundreds of CDs that I crab the Damn Yankees is the first Jesus album. Christ. <laughs> damn Yankees and Southern Culture on the Skids were the first two CDs I grabbed in the Amoeba. He's got his Comic-Con exclusives already. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the only copy of Boneyard in, in California. You guys ever heard of Geekscape.net? You want to come over and watch Boneyard? <laughs> Who do you think would win a fight? Sasha Banks or Mike Myers? <laughs> no. No. Also, no. I'm going to go with this Sasha. Is, this is next She's... podcast, actually. And Matt always gets a crush on a neighboring booth girl. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. There's always like an aisle or two within within girls. like the three or four aisle radius. There's always like a sweet girl who's working at a booth or something like that, and Matt's always making eyes at them. Or like walks over and is like, "Hey, how you doing? You ever seen Crocodilo? Yeah. <laughs> like you're don't be angry at me because I have social skills. To. Listen, what? yeah, you developed my social skills, John. I was like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm sitting right here in my booth and I'm scowling at people. <laughs> Don't mind him. He's going to yell He's... about the purge every few minutes. <laughs> I'm like, you guys want to purge tonight? <laughs> hey, Jonathan, what are the good parties? I don't know. I'm still putting nails through a baseball bat. <laughs> I'm purging after this floor closes. That's uh. my plan at night. <laughs> Walk around in a clown mask and purge. Surprise! John's no, one, no one will notice. There's so many people down here. Yeah. John's hey, like that guy's in cosplay. He killed me. <laughs> yeah. John's slowly turning into, like, uh, I went to a convention one time where Sergeant Slaughter was there, and he, <laughs> and, and he just stood in the corner, not looking at anybody, until like someone hand, like as soon as you handed the twenty dollars to his handler, they tap him on his shoulder, and it was like they activated him. <laughs> he would just turn around, wouldn't say any words. He'd get the photo, and then he'd about face back into the corner. You're slowly becoming that at the table. Dude, I like, heard Virgil does that. Oh, Virgil's nuts. I heard Virgil is like Virgil the worst. accosted my friend at the mall. Why? He was walking through the mall, and he just said, Hey! And my friend turned around, and he goes, You like wrestling? I'm Virgil! And he, like, walked over and Aww. sold him an autograph. It's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. He has a website, LonelyVirgil.com. But that's not his website. No, no, that's, uh, yeah. Sam Roberts made that website, yeah. actually. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, Virgil, who used to be a male valet <laughs> in, her, in WWF. Yeah. He had a fallen out with a million dollar man because of that stuff. Because he would always contact the conventions and say, Hey, this is Virgil. Me and million dollar man Ted DiBiase are going to come to the convention and do a signing. And then they'd book him. And then the week before, he would just say, Oh, Ted can't make it, but I'm still coming. (laughs) (laughs) That should be the sell for Matt. Matt should call these weird Delaware conventions and be like, we're bringing the whole Geekscape crew. <laughs> and then he shows up. He's like, you guys want to talk about which Pennywise is better? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a screening of Night of the Creeps. How are you? <laughs> he's actually jotting all of these down because Night he's of the planning to Night do of them the for comment. real. Which one's better? Go. Like, we were hoping that Jonathan could uh, host some of these panels. I can do it. Jonathan couldn't make it, but... Uh, <laughs> First question to the panelists. <laughs> I like your. Would win in a wait, fight. I just realized your version of me is just Will Ferrell's version of fucking. Uh, who is the baseball guy that you'd always do? Harry Carey. You're just doing Harry Carey. Harry Carey, talk like this. No, Harry Carey is different. Um, that was my terrible Harry Carey impersonation. Harry Carey is way different. Um, be like, oh, hey guys, thanks for welcoming us uh, to this panel on women in the video game industry. My first question is. If you were trapped in Saw 3... Sound hey the sound of a bunch of people shutting off the episode of Geeks. <laughs> oh, they're, they're not with us anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome. It looks like we have a really crowded house here tonight for minority representation in the film industry. Now, if we could, I would like each of you, there's a microphone, to line up and answer this question. What was the first thing you thought at the end of Sleepaway Camp? <laughs> Who played the best Jason Voorhees? When that guy ate the heart and Jason goes to hell. <laughs> How did it make you feel? Oh, boy. Sorry, Jonathan couldn't be here. <laughs> but I brought these trading cards that are represented. <laughs> if I may, I have some leftover alligator trading cards. <laughs> Can I entice you? <laughs> Hi. 
I'm just gonna like set up my boat over rails here. In an episode of Geekscape oh, Games. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. None of us have looked up the porn version. No, of nobody's like, talking about. Nobody's <laughs> like, let me look at Rule Thirty Four, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> I know the boneyard could be a lot of things, man. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Um, all right, Geekscape is. These are the facts. We're gonna be at Booth Thirty Nine Nineteen in San Diego at San Diego Comic Con Twenty Eighteen. Fact. All week. That is a fact. Fact. We want to see you. We want to talk to you. Matt wants to stalk you. Fact. Let's do it. So come by the booth. Fact. We want you to partake in the Geekscape Weed Darlings Scavenger Hunt Conquest. It's up on the website. Fact. Go find the missions. Plan your strategy because you're going to need it to defeat El Chucho. And midweek, on Wednesday, look for the launch of the second of our uh, Seasons Park campaign. So we would we we're gonna need all the donations we can get really, uh, because uh, Matt's gonna run people away from our booth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I I don't understand why you didn't ask me to be in the film. <laughs> you can still be in the film. Yeah. I'll end up on the cutting room floor, but I can be. There. No, I'd put you. I think put, you're put, stalking. You're, you're the stalker. Yeah, I'm, stalking. I'll, I'll put I'll you do in a, there. I'll do a bonus feature on the DVD called "Stalking Stalking Levar," where I'm just begging for a role in the movie. <laughs> no, for sure, man. If you made it out to LA, we for sure we'll put you in there. You'd be like, first question. <laughs> first, you ever seen Boneyard? <laughs> Who do you think would win, the mutated poodle from Boneyard or Cujo? <laughs> My money's on Cujo or the cybernetic Doberman from uh, Man's Best Man's Friend. Best friend. <laughs> no, what was it? Is that the one with Gregory Hines? I think so, yeah. No, it's not. It's Oh, that's Eve of Destruction. Oh, I don't know that one. Eve of Destruction is a movie. Uh, You're uh, going too deep for that's like a fe- uh, Eve of Destruction is a female Terminator movie with Gregory Hines. He's headed to Amoeba right now to pick it up. <laughs> that's that movie. Sounds pretty badass. Kind of like Howling 4. <laughs> All right. Geekscapist, you've heard enough silliness. Go visit us. If you can't make it to San Diego, you can get in on the experience at geekscape.net, on our Instagrams, Geekscape Forever, or geekscape.net. Obviously, we've got Horror Movie Night and the folks over there. They got their own website. They got their own Instagram. No, you guys have your own Facebook group. No, we have an Instagram too. You guys have your own Instagram? Uh, HMN podcast for pretty much all of it. They're pretty much splintered off already. It'll be fun to not have them next year. And DisneyDoPodcast.com as well. (laughs) It's just the Matt Kelly Network at this point. And then you can hear Derek sometimes on the Geekscape Games. Every week. uh, Podcast. And monthly Uh, he does the wrestling show with Josh, and I occasionally pop in there. Hey, what's up, guys? Double count out. What do you think Sasha Banks smells like? (laughs) Is Sasha uh, Banks the only wrestler that you know you run around no, way said too big much? Show. <laughs> I, think it's, I know two. I know three. Because you said Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, that's um, <laughs> All right, Geekscapers, that's it. We'll see you guys in San Diego. Anything you boys want to add? No. Thank you, John, for giving us a platform for <laughs> 10 years. It's more than De- that. Dealing with our bullshit for, it's been more than 12, for a decade. It's been more than that. Oh, man. What else do I have to do? <laughs> all right, let's go watch Crocodilo. <laughs> Can one of you guys marry me so I can move down here and get a movie pass? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> yes. Yes, one of us will. Do you guys have any of those 24-hour chapels? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Bye, Geekscapists. Bye.